I am Tova Cito. I believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And I believe it's our job to get us there. Every week, I will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The Remedy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito. I'm so happy that you're joining us today. And whether you're in the car or out on a walk or a run, or I don't know, what other, what other circumstances do people listen to podcasts? I would think, or waiting. Working. Oh, working? Yeah. You never like listen to the radio while you work? I can't like, do, radio? I can't do those things like you can like you like you can have, have something on in the background no oh. <laughs> like you you can do you can listen to multiple things you love music on while you're I've, i do it's got to be silent for me yeah i'm the exact opposite i can't do silence it's like in college i could never study at the library i could only study at the library <laughs> <laughs> i would go home and study like i would turn on trash tv and just have it on the background and study in my apartment i could, i could, and you could really retain yeah i was i was dean's list student Wow. Do you have ADD or ADHD? I think so. I, I always took medication for it as a kid, but... Okay. You know what? I I think that's a common thing with people who have ADD or ADHD. They they work better, learn better. They can better. do that? Yes. They, can, they work there. It's actually better for y'all, for you people. For us, yeah. <laughs> us things. If uh, If you have a lot more going on. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Okay. I definitely never heard that, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I think it, yeah. Um, okay. So we got to thank today's sponsor. Once again, got to thank my girlfriends who um, are, they sponsored three shows and I'm so, actually like three and a half. They were very generous. Um, uh, and I'm calling them my Christmas angels because it's all like my best girlfriends got together and sponsored three and a half shows. So pretty awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would call you by name, but th- I would leave somebody out and then <laughs> I would feel terrible, but you know who you are, my dear, dear friends. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you are interested in being a sponsor of the remedy, we would very much appreciate it. We're going to need a lot of sponsors in 2020 to keep us going. And so we would very much appreciate it. If you would like to contribute, we make it super easy. All you have to do is go to tovacito.com, click on the remedy, and then make a contribution. Any amount helps. Or you can Venmo at Tova. I think you do the at sign Tova-Cito on Venmo. Um, And thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody who listens, everybody who contributes, everyone who is a fan, everyone who talks about it. It means the world to me. So- even Me if, too. Even if, you, yes, especially to Kevin, even if you don't want to sponsor or you can't sponsor, a great way to help us is talk about the remedy. Spread the word. Post something on Instagram. Leave us a review. Oh, yeah. Leave us a review. We have lots of reviews. You do. And we have lots of really good reviews. Yes. So, so I think they're like all five-star reviews. Well, I think I have, very a, much appreciated. I think I have one, three. Really? Yeah. But the total is a five star, yeah. which I've said before, and I will brag, even Oprah doesn't have a, a five star. 
podcast really rating. Nope. I did not know that. Well, she's a lot more, probably a lot more controversial well. than I am. <laughs> people love to love her and people love to hate her. I have a bit of a cold, so I, I can hear it in this. I haven't heard myself all day, but I... I, I can't tell. You can't? Nah. I hear it. Ugh, it's gross. Um, okay, so today we are continuing our Christmas-themed uh, podcast, and I titled this one, What is Important at Christmas? And we started last week um, with Play Kind, and I, I listened to it, and uh, I thought it was awesome. And we ended with Uber. <laughs> yes. Don't go to jail or get someone killed. Yes. Including yourself. <laughs> See? The remedy is so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> What would y'all do without... Nobody thought to be kind and use Uber at Christmas. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> I'm just playing off your joke. Uh, it is kind of funny, though. It is. Like, I didn't think about that. Yeah. These are... I don't know. I I think that these are like all things we know. Come on. We all know all these things. And we know them intuitively. We know them. We know we should be doing them. But... A lot of them are things that I hadn't thought of. Well... I think the good, good thing ones. is you're challenged, right? Like, hopefully, you're going to be challenged a little bit in all of this. Absolutely. Okay, so the first one for today is do not compare. I think, oh, I yeah, mean. See, that's not an obvious one. That's not one that everybody thinks of right off the top of their head for Christmas. Well, it's a good one. You know what made me think of it, Kev? <laughs> is my, my, Christmas lights. The Christmas lights mm. on my house. You're like, ours look way better than anybody else's? No. Oh. <laughs> ours look worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> so every night I'm driving in. Okay. So. Not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> no. No. Usually if you're comparing, this is my thought, is usually if you're comparing yourself to someone, you're it's feeling because you feel, yes, yeah. you're feeling less than. And I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes I feel like I'm better, but... I don't know. I think most comparison, there's a great, uh, a great quote that says comparison is the thief of joy. And I believe that. Totally. I think, yeah, jealousy too. Yes. It kind of all plays into each other. Yes. Yes. Because jealousy is because you're comparing. Right. You become jealous because there's some, you feel in some way inadequate because of what you're looking at. Exactly. So the other night I was driving into my home. It was I okay, so I had asked the guy who does our lights to please put lights on our trees and that are colored and then do white on the house. Well, I like that. There must have he must have not got the white on the house part because he only put the, the colored on the trees. Nothing on the house? Nothing on the house. Oh. Yeah, you got to have some on the house. Yeah. Well, my trees are huge and yeah. so they're really pretty. But it looks like uh, it's look. It looks like that. That's what I meant to do. But it kind of looks like I, I, ch- cheaped out. Like I went the cheap route. Yeah, you know, you half-assed it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, my whole street is lit up, and it looks so beautiful. And then there's my house <laughs> with. The trees. I'm sure it looks better than you think it does yes. just because, you know, nobody's, you're a little disappointed. Nobody's thinking about it except me. But I have to say, I was pulling into home the other night and I'm comparing myself, comparing my dumb lights to everybody else's lights 
on the street. And then I walked in, shook my head. I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Like, stop. And I thought, gosh, like Christmas time, like we, we, we compare ourselves way too much on, on a good day, on a, on a Any random day. July, you know, Wednesday afternoon. Yes. Yeah. But I think Christmas time, it, the pressure goes up because what are you going to get your husband for Christmas? What are you getting your kids for Christmas? Oh yeah. It goes way up. Um, and then the kids are comparing, what did you get for Christmas? Well, I got da da da. What did your wife get you for Christmas? Well, you know, we don't exchange gifts to, you know, I got, I got my wife a honking diamond or, you know, whatever the case is. I don't know. I just think it's so easy to get carried away in com- the whole comparison thing at Christmas time, especially. And so my encouragement is just do you. Don't worry about what is happening next door or next to you or behind you or in front of you. Like just do you and don't waste your energy or your time or the season comparing yourself about any of it, like with any of it, whether it's gifts or lights or party, like their party was better than my part. I mean, it's, that's a tall order. It is a tall order. <laughs> it's but just hard because we do it so much. What do you? Everyone. What does. do you compare? Um, or even like what you're wearing to the Christmas party. Like, God, it's everywhere. What people get, what you get your spouse is always very important. You know, there's always a lot of competition there. You feel that competition with. Yes. With your friends? Yeah. Or, well, I mean, just with, because I hear about or it. Or with her friends. You like, hear about what, yeah, what her, exactly, here at work, what other people are, you know what I mean? You want to, everybody wants to measure up. Everybody, everybody wants, wants to, to keep up, up with the Joneses. Yeah, they do, but God, that quote is solid. Comparison is the thief of joy. Don't do it. And just have confidence that whatever you're doing, you do you, boo. Yeah. That's what I say to Anna Print all the time. You do you, boo. (laughs) I believe I've heard you say that before on the show. (laughs) Okay. Start or keep traditions. And I would especially encourage you to do this if for whatever reason this year is different. Like whether you lost someone or um, you got divorced or whatever the case may be. Like... You know, when when Topher and I got divorced, it was really hard and kind of actually sad to think about, like, doing the things that we've always done. Not doing those traditions? Yeah, because, like, you know, we always went to Christmas Eve and we always went to a really fancy restaurant. And then, the, so you're like, you know, we would always decorate the tree with loud Christmas music and a bunch of uh Christmas cookies and we would make Christmas cookies and yeah yeah like and I always make the same thing for Christmas breakfast and I don't know when you get divorced or when you lose someone you like traditions change you know when my mom any shift in transition or any shift in um tradition is rough yes yes but I would encourage you to keep it because especially for your kids like as hard as it has been at times to keep the same traditions that, you know, Topher and I did for so many years together, I think it's just really important for 
them. So you do still do all of them? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we still do everything exactly the same. But it's hard. it takes more work. Yeah. You know, it takes more effort. It really does. It's not quite the same, yeah. No, it's never, no. It's not quite the same, but I think for their sake, like my kids, everything better stay the same. Like they love tradition. They love everything. If, same, yeah, we do too. Yeah, if something gets out of whack, Mm-hmm. Or if I if I went ahead and did something different than what we've always done, my kids would be mad. Yep, same with our. Wait, we do not like any change. Yeah, I mean, me, my brother, sister, we're all adults now. We're in our thirties, and we still like to do all that exact same stuff that you've always done. That we always did. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that an interesting thing about tradition? Yeah, I think I think it's like you, you think one of us should have our own family by now and be doing something <laughs> different. <laughs> We but also I love do the exact that. same thing. I love it. It's like nostalgic. I think that's why oh, totally. you have tradition, you know? And then when I'm long gone, I hope my kids, you know, do some of the things with their kids that mm-hmm. we've done. You know, we but always make it their own kind of. Right. Yeah. Put your own spin on it. Like we always open one gift on Christmas Eve. Yeah, we do that where, too. Yeah. Like, and it all has to go exactly the way that it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. If I made anything other than German pancakes on <laughs> Sunday morning, my kids would lose it lose it so it start start your own traditions if you're starting a new family or for sure keep keep traditions i think that's really important i don't even like chili and tamales that much but that's what we always have on christmas eve so i <laughs> wouldn't have it any big, other way you know what's funny is a lot of people do mexican food on christmas eve it's weird we used to do um go out to a fancy dinner christmas eve and we switched it i don't know a long time ago to where we do that on the 23rd and then we do our chili and tamales on the 24th you think that's a Texas thing? Has to be. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking so. I have no idea how that even started. Like that tradition. <laughs> I, I'm going to look into that and get back to you. Yes, do. I love that stuff. I love traditions. I am I'm a stickler. What for, are German pancakes? German pancakes are um they will change your life. <laughs> you cut up a bunch of bacon. I'll give everybody the recipe right now. Yeah, that sounds and, pretty sweet. And when you make them for your family and your family freaks out, then you please message me or text me and let me know. You get everyone's attention when you say start with cutting up a bunch of bacon. Yeah. Okay. A bunch of bacon. Like as much bacon as you love. Like, like a whole pack? Uh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Whole pack. Cut it up into a bunch of little pieces Fry it up. While that's frying, you get a cup of flour or two cups of flour, however many people you're feeding. So for my three kids and me, we only need one one cup of flour. So one cup of flour, one cup of milk. So whatever, it's one to one, right? So however much flour you mm. use is exactly how much. And sometimes I do one and a half if the boys are extra hungry. And so it's one to one flour, milk, and then two eggs, Mix it all together. When the bacon's done cooking, you pour the batter all over the bacon and you make them like pancakes. And like you you pour it all over, you have to cut it and then flip them. Cut them into like squares yeah. and then flip them. And, and then you put syrup butter on Butter and syrup and your life is changed. It <laughs> sounds pretty awesome. Forever. <laughs> it is awesome <laughs> and it's, it's so bad for you like so bad for you but my kids like i made them i made them yesterday 
I make them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you only do it that one day. No, <laughs> but I don't do them often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do them often. And for Christmas, I mean, that's what we do. And Thanksgiving. German pancakes. Um, okay. Surprise someone you love. Surprise somebody you love with something. And it could be anything. It could be a date. It could be a card. It could be... Um, it could be a date, um, like a fun little date night. It could be a play. It could be a musical. It could be your favorite movie that y'all love watching together. Just some surprise someone with something thoughtful. That, and and when I when I thought about this, I thought about significant other. Like yeah, I'm totally gonna do this one now. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? Like you just like you go home one day and yeah. she just thinks it's gonna be a normal night at home when you're like, hey. Babe, put, put a dress on, and I, I planned something for yeah. us. Like, she would dig that. We're going to go to dinner and then walk around Vitruvian or something. Yeah. That's going to be what I do. Definitely going to get lucky that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to tell you, I have great merit. Even though my marriage failed, <laughs> I have great advice on, like, especially for guys about, on what works. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. How, you to, do. how to keep it going. Like, and I, I know what girls love. Like my girlfriends and I talk, I'm a girl's girl. Like if you need advice on how to I keep your help marriage alive, keep that spark going. You know what you could do even, and this is probably, this is, you don't have to comment on this. Let's just say I'm still a newlywed, so I'm doing <laughs> yeah. all right. You know, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. But you know what would be fun? Like, and this is, probably way more than anybody wanted to know. Like light candles, put her in the bathtub, pour a glass of wine. And like, you're right. I've never done that. And then when she gets out, like kiss her all over. Like just, it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. Like just something you've never done before. Like, and like, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Just something totally out of ordinary. I promise you a girl would love a bathtub. Uh, get in the bathtub with her. I mean that like so fun I don't think you know how small our bathtub is <laughs> <laughs> and we're small people <laughs> well, really I don't know just get creative yeah. like get creative and surprise surprise your significant other I, I will I think I'm doing this one okay will you report back and let us know how it goes 100% okay we want to know not maybe not everything but we want to yeah. know how it goes <laughs> yeah I will <laughs> how that plays out for definitely you. Okay, next one. Take care of yourself. I think it's uh I think it when it's Christmas time, it's really easy to kind of let yourself slide like you're you're eating too much, you're drinking too much, you're not exercising as much. Like I think God, I do that year round. <laughs> Kev? <laughs> Mine is eating one, a lot, then, but <laughs> You did come in with McDonald's today. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Gem but I did not eat a lot. No, you only ate the bacon, the egg, and yep. the cheese. Yep. Left the bread off. Good boy. I had two bites of that biscuit, though. I would have had all of, of the biscuit. The, of the top, the bottom part of the biscuit, I had I two would, bites of. I would have had all of it. <laughs> anyway, just do your best to, like, take care of yourself. Like, sleep in a little bit. Like, don't drink so, so much. Like, go get your exercise on. Like, just don't get totally carried away. I mean, I get carried Everyone away. Everyone gets carried away almost in trying to be selfless at the holidays, too, you know? Yes, yes. But maybe it's kind of like in a 
uh, aviation emergency, how you have to put your own mask on first. <laughs> yes, go get a massage. I mean, really, I think that stuff is really, really important. Like, take care of yourself. So I think that's really important. Okay, now on to the next one. Do a random act of kindness. I think this one's hard because I think that when we do something nice, we want to get credit. Yeah. So what I am encouraging you to do is do something random and totally anonymous. Like do some anonymous act of kindness. And I knocked this one out just the other day. You did? Yeah, but now I can't talk about it because I don't want any credit for it. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll just say that I did do it, though. Okay, good. Good, Kev. I think this one, I love doing anonymous. I love giving anonymous. I, I, because I think it's hard. It's so much more attractive if I give to something and they tell me they're going to put my name in the bulletin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want it. You know, or the program. I also don't want to plan it. I want it to kind of happen spontaneously, you know? Yeah. Or you just have that instinct and you're like, yeah. And you just do it. Yes. So I would encourage everyone listening to do a random act of kindness. Um, my next bit of advice is embrace it. Just embrace the holidays. I think a lot of people get beaten down get tired you know i mean every yoga class i'm going to now all they're talking about is how stressed everyone is and i don't know i don't feel stressed about it being the holidays i really don't feel stressed and and i don't think you have to like i think that instead of it controlling you 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 control it and i think part of controlling it is just embracing it yeah like it's just it's just christmas you know what I just thought of? It is super stressful, though, I think. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What's so stressful? Uh, once you get to like the 23rd, you're in the home stretch because all the money has already been spent. You've already committed to everything. You know, work's all taken care of. You're off for the holiday. But everything leading up to the holidays is incredibly stressful, just uh, time-wise, financially, all kinds of stuff. Well, I do think it's a unique time of year, but I think that if like – we stretch ourselves in every single way, like you just said. I think that we just, God, we, we could just miss it. You know, we could just miss all the, like, the good that's supposed to come out of it. I, I feel like I, I totally do that. It's my favorite time of the year, and I completely let it get ruined because of all the stress associated with it. I don't really get into the spirit until like the last couple of days. Mm. When you can, when you feel yes. like you can let go and like, okay, it's done. Yep, and, and I hate to say it, but I almost get really into Christmas when I've already let it slip by, you know what I mean? Like the week or the time between Christmas and New Year's, I'm oh. like all into it. I'm like, now Christmas has already passed, but I wish I had enjoyed it more when it was current. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, is that weird? What what puts you in the Christmas spirit? Um, decorations and music, for sure. Yeah, me too. Got to have those. Yeah. And I hate, hate, hate my commute so much driving home from here because I live in Addison, and I'm always leaving at a time that's like 5 o'clock. <laughs> but the one little thing I like is that I always see awesome Christmas lights on the way home because I use Waze, and I cut through all the neighborhoods around here, and there's so many awesome lights. And yeah. That I like. Well, we're like in uh, – we're at like the Knox area and the homes and – Yep. And the lights around here are spectacular. Awesome. They really are. You're lucky like that. It's good that you, okay, so that's a 
awesome thing that you do to like enjoy it. Yes. Like embracing it is like taking time to enjoy like the fact that come January, there's not going to, these mm-hmm. lights aren't going to be here. So the commute good. will still be there and the Christmas lights won't. So yes. I got to enjoy it while I can. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's what I'm saying is like enjoy. I mean, the malls are going to be crowded. The, the, like, you know, traffic is going to be terrible. Like, you know what it's going to be. So instead of like flipping your lid yeah. and getting all stressed and letting it eat you up, just like turn up the music and let it roll. Just go with it. Yeah, just go with it. It's not, it's just not that hard. I say that. I make no, everything right. sound so easy. It's, but, it's not though. But it is but, just Christmas. Yeah. You know, okay, you know, <laughs> I don't know what made me think of this, but you know, you know when like they're, they're like new parents and they have a newborn and they've got, you see them come in, like you see them walking in somewhere and they've got the bag, the toys, the playpen, the, the baby, the, like the, the, um, what do you, the car seat, car seat like yeah. that. Like there's so much stuff yeah, and it's just a baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's no way that four month old needs all needs that. All that. <laughs> God, that'll probably be me. I'm going to be carrying all that shit. <laughs> but I feel like that's a great and now like it's just that Christmas. Is, yeah, that is a good outlook. Like there's no, it doesn't need to be all of that. Like, and a new baby and Christmas are both things that people take very seriously. <laughs> and then combine them both, and it's like and an go, unstoppable force meaning an immovable <laughs> object. <laughs> Everything explodes into total chaos. Uh, I just remember having like an infant, and they, you know, like he's got, he's got to have his blanket, and then he's got to have his toy, and then he's got to have his stuffed animal. Yeah, got to have a lovey and, and a pacifier yeah. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and the diaper bag and yep. the car seat. It's like there's no way this eight-pound lump could require this much. Yep. And yet, that's us. My so, wife teaches little kids, and she'll see like the early – well, she used to do twos and all the stuff that their parents would bring in like that they had to take with them that day, and she'd be like, they do not need all this today. <laughs> they just don't. <laughs> You're way overdoing it. Yes. That's, I feel like that sums up Christmas. Like we way overdo it. So um, embrace it, but don't get, and don't get, don't go crazy. Um, okay. My next one is tell people what they mean to you. Tell people what they mean to you. Um, I think this is especially important for guys. Kevin. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> It's especially difficult mm-hmm. for men. Some girls, I, I do have a couple of girlfriends that have a hard time expressing themselves. But I don't know. I think guys you know, try to do it with gifts rather than words. Yeah. And let me tell you, she wants your words. She wants your words. If you write her a thoughtful card and tell her what she means to you, that is, if, if somebody that I cared about did that for me instead of I would rather get that all day over a pair of huge Tiffany diamonds. And I'm not even kidding. Like, yeah, but both would be sweet, right? Well, (laughs) then I'm marrying you. (laughs) 
<laughs> Trust me, nobody in my household is getting big <laughs> Tiffany diamonds for, for Christmas. Uh, I know it's hard, you know, loving people and putting yourself out there is risky, but uh, it's kind of like what we talked about last week. Like Christmas kind of gives you an excuse, right? Yeah. To, to forgive, to mend bridges, Completely. to say I'm sorry. And I just think it's an opportunity to to tell people what they mean to you. And friends, children, like I write, I always write my kids a letter from Santa and they know it's me. But I write like a very meaningful, heartfelt letter from me about what I see in them and like what I love about them. And I mean, I'm sure they're, they read it because it's Christmas and it, I don't know. I keep them all. I have them all. And I'm, I think that one day those things are going to mean something to my kids, you know? So it's funny that you do that though, just because like I said, we're, my siblings were all in our thirties and my mom still on the presence writes to so-and-so from Santa me too. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> Obviously, everyone knows. Every, but, every mom yeah. is yeah. nodding their head like, yep, that's what we do. <laughs> I didn't know everybody did that. Yeah, it's a mom thing. That's funny. That's a, that's a good mama thing. Um, okay, give more to people who really need it. So, you know, uh, we talked last week how um, Christmas exaggerates everything. Like yes, if you're, magnifies everything. Magnifies everything. And, you know, in my last job, I had the opportunity to work with people who work hourly. And, I mean, these precious people live paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. And one of, one of the people that I worked with, one day I walked by his desk and he had his quarters. He was like <laughs> stacking quarters. And I was like, what are you doing? And he said, it was like three days from payday. And he said, I'm counting my money. And I was like, Oh God, like, and that's real for a lot of people. Like that's real. And you know, all of these people that I worked with, they're great parents and great people who just, struggle yeah financially like really struggle financially and there's a whole bunch of people out there that are not struggling financially no and as much as i complain i'm I, I never really am and i take that for granted you know we all do we all take that for granted you know when my when my grandfather when i was young i my mom's dad his name was poppy and he is just larger than life and <clears throat> poppy on Christmas morning, he was well-to-do. Poppy would put all his kids in the car. If, if we were there, I mean, he did it with his kids when they were growing up. And then when he would come visit us and it was Christmas, he'd do it with us. We'd all pile in the car and we would go down to where the homeless were. And Poppy always had hundreds. And he would walk around downtown every time he would visit us and he would give hundreds $100 bills out to homeless people on Christmas morning. And like we would go with him. And oh my gosh, to this day, I can just, I, I mean, I remember so many things about that. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of emotion there. Oh, 
my mom, my mom would always like there was always inevitably somebody in our church who was down and out, like two or three families, you know, that just were not going to have a Christmas. And so my mom would talk to our bishop, our pastor, and ask, you know, who could we help? And so we would, we, you know, we knew who the families were. We knew how old their kids were. So we would all go get them presents. We would get one of my friends from high school, dress him up like Santa, and we would hide behind a car or a bush or something in the front, in the front yard and while he would go to the door with his big bag and all the gifts. And I'll never forget, Kev, one time my whole family's hiding behind this car and my high school friend, Brett Lieber, was dressed up like Santa. He walks up to this house and he's got, you know, big bag of, yeah. of, of um, and this is probably, I don't know, two or three days before Christmas. And he walks up and he's like, ho, 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 when the answers, or when they answer the door. And one of the little kids screams, Oh my God, mom, he came. <laughs> and oh, that we were crying so hard behind the car. Like, I don't know. Just, yeah, that's incredible. It was like, those are, I mean, I remember getting a Miss America pageant board game when I was eight years old. And that is pretty much the, and my bike. I remember getting my bike for Christmas. My parents bought me a million presents for Christmas, but like, I remember two gifts, but I can remember those faces of the homeless people. I can remember, I can remember uh, that story that I just told you. Like, and I have a thousand of those in my back pocket from like my family growing up doing a random act of kindness. And I just think it's so powerful. I do it with my kids. Like we do stuff every single year. See, every year my mom and I go shopping for, you know, we always grab like three or four of the angel tree kids mm -hmm. from our church. Mm -hmm. And I go shopping for all of them, but you never see any of the reaction. You never I find out what happens, know. you know? That's kind of a bummer. I'm like, I wonder if they like those shoes that I picked out for them, you know? Oh. You never see. You know so that's they did. It's way more rewarding, though, to actually be able to see some of their reactions, I think. Yes, yes. We go feed the home. One of the, one of the things we do is go feed the homeless every Christmas. We're going a week from Sunday. And it is my one of my kids' favorite nights. And they just totally get into it. I mean, they totally get into it. I don't know. I just think... That's impressive. I mean, with just because when you're a teenager, because you have teenagers, you get so like selfish, you start to not care about that stuff anymore. But that's really cool. They're still super into care. it. I think, I think... By the time I was 18, I was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think my kids being in an orphanage has a lot to do with their... Oh, for sure. Their, yeah, you're right. Their level of compassion. Mm -hmm. They have a gear... That most kids, because I think that when they see the those faces, they see themselves. It reminds them of them. Yeah. yeah. 100%. They have a very, very unique perspective on that yes. situation. Which makes me very lucky because I do think most teenagers can can really not get into right. that. You know, or it freaks them out or what are we doing? Or 100%. percent i be like, I don't want to do this this year. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's yeah, so you, gross. You're like, so into yourself. I don't want to touch them. And, I don't yeah. want to see them. And yeah. No, they totally embrace it. They're great about it. Um, okay. Uh, was that create an experience? No. No, that was random act of kindness. Oh, yeah. Do a random act of kindness. Okay. I, I already did create an experience, right? 
Um, sort of. I, I, I feel like this is a little redundant. Like now we're kind of getting repetitive territory. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a the surprise thing. Well, maybe it's different, but like it's kind of a mix between the surprise and the tradition thing. Yeah, or, yeah. So we'll just let that one slide. <laughs> let that. One we don't. We don't need to be yeah. redundant. Um, okay, this one's for you, Kev. Don't stress and don't worry. <sighs> Easier said than done. <laughs> I know. I feel like I would just be wasting my breath if I went on about this one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will get to a point, a, a, a state of enlightenment at some point in my life nah. where I'll be able to do that probably. But I think I'm years ahead. You know what? Okay. So this is interesting that we're, that this is happening today. So I, you know, I'm going to talk about Stegen again, but I, um, I, with the Stegen program, I get a life coach and I met with him today before I came to record. And uh, I, he, we were talking about me not working, uh, not having like a corporate job. Right, right, and, right. Day to day. Yeah. And he, you know, he was asking me my plans and the new year and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I'm just trying really hard to, to not let fear creep in because I, that's just a wasted emotion. And he was like, hmm, is it? Is fear a wasted emotion? Yeah, can fear be a motivator? And th- so that's what we talked about. Like, acknowledging that there is fear. Yeah. I, like, I can't, I could, it's not, and 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 it's not wasted if it motivates me right. to hustle. But if you let it consume you. Or, then, or keep me on the sidelines mm-hmm. because I'm so afraid. To take a shot, yeah. Yes, then it's, you know, if it makes me, if it keeps me small, playing small, then it is a problem. But if if my fear motivates me to hustle and kick butt and work harder, then that's a good thing. That's a positive. Yeah. And so I have to think, so I was like, Bert, I'm so glad that you gave me this perspective because I've always thought, you know, I'm not giving that any energy. Yeah. And so maybe there's, Maybe there's a positive or maybe there's a motivator in stress or worry. You know, maybe if maybe if the thing that you're worried about is money, maybe the fact that you're worried about money will motivate you or catapult you into being more conservative. Yeah, spark or spending, a little ambition, you know. It's either working harder or spending less or being more strategic about how you spend your money. I don't know. I think I just liked that I liked the perspective that maybe these things really aren't that bad as long as we use them to change our behavior in a positive way. Yeah. Like I think But I still envy that you can that you don't worry about stuff, so that's that's a huge positive. Well, maybe you know, maybe I do worry about things. I just use that worry as a motivator. You channel it, right? I channel yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I mean, I have a, I worry about two or three things. But I like when I think about somebody who worries, I think about somebody who's sitting there like their t- thumbs twiddling, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am mm-hmm. I going to do? And <laughs> I do worry. I do have fear. But I think that those things are what motivate me to create behaviors that make it so I don't have to worry and I don't have to be afraid. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So maybe those aren't terrible things if they're used to to create positive behavior 
And now I'm more confused than ever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, know no. what to do. <laughs> this no, is the remedy, gotcha. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I think you should have fun at Christmas. I think that Christmas is a great excuse to be a kid, you know, to like find the wonder, the joy, the magic, the magic. Yeah. Of like Christmas. And that is so much fun. Like you get to do things at Christmas time. You don't get to do any other time. That's totally true. Yeah. Completely true. Yeah. And so like you get to, you know, Thanksgiving, you get to go out and play, throw the football with your kids and you get, you get to lay around more and you get to watch Christmas movies and you get to, to cook or bake things that you don't cook or bake, um, at, at other times of the year. Like, I don't know. It's just, I think, I think it's just a wonderful time to like really enjoy your family, enjoy your kids, enjoy your significant other. Like it's, it's one season. And call if you think about it, like if you have kids, you have 18 like Christmases when they're little, like, yeah. which is really different than when they leave. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're all grown up. Like, you have 18 of these suckers, and that's just not a lot. No. Like you have less than 20. And, I mean, you're you're in your 30s, and you're still celebrating with your parents, but you know what that's I true. mean. true, yeah. It's just... That's not normal. It's not the I mean, same. Yeah, it's not quite, yeah. Yeah, and you don't know what life is going to bring. So I just think you should have a ton of fun and really, really... Uh, I think you should play, like whatever that means for you. Um, okay, this is my last one. Already the last one? Yep. I think that you should really, really, really spend some time thanking and remembering Jesus. And I know that sounds really cliche coming from me, but like every single year on Christmas Day, my kids and I, we watch the nativity. Do you know that story? Do you know that movie? I don't know the movie. I know the story. Okay. From, you know, yeah. <laughs> 34 years of Catholic mass. <laughs> you know the story. Um, it's a, that's a beautiful movie about the birth of Jesus. And it really, it really tells it, it really tells a, like a, about Mary a lot, which I love. Um, anyway, I just, I think it is, I think like the acknowledgement in some way, somehow, whether it's personal or with your family, whether it's church or candlelight service or, I mean, the candlelight service Christmas Eve, every time I'm crying, like crying. Um, And I'm crying because I can't believe how blessed I am. Like I can't believe my life. I can't believe what I've been given. I, I get overwhelmed with the beauty of like the church, the simplicity of, of, of like how blessed we are with just the simple things. You know, I'm, I'm not talking about my home or my car or like, that's not what I'm thinking about when I'm on Christmas Eve, when I'm have tears, you know, going. That's the thing I wish I could do. What? Well, Maybe. I mean, I told you, I always go to Catholic church on Christmas Eve, my family to, you know, for my parents pretty much, but I'm sitting there like, God, some chili and a beer would really hit the spot. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? I wish I could have like it's that not sort of... inspiring to you. You don't, don't feel it? Maybe a little, but I I don't know. I don't have the best memories of Catholic Church growing up. It's not yeah. something I ever got into, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I could. I do have the capacity for that, but I just think that's not but the place you, for me. But if you've never had the experience, you yeah. know, of that, then... But I would like to. Yes. Well, I'm going to be thinking about that for you. Yes, Kat. think about that for me. Yes. Please. I, I think that whatever it is, like making sure that you create a moment between you and and our God to really acknowledge, like Christmas is huge. You know, the magnitude of the season is huge. Look at all the trouble. Like we've spent two two. Uh, episodes of the remedy on yeah. on it. Like the season is really, really a big deal, and yet the only reason it exists is because of Jesus Christ. And yet we take so little time. Think about God. That is so true. It's like a wedding, it's- right? Like you spend all this time. You spend all this time thinking about. You're like the what the gown's going to be, what the food's going to be, what the flowers are going to be, da da da. And yet, the most important part is you standing there at the altar with your bride, looking at each other and and making vows. Yeah. Like that's why you're getting married, right? Because of this holy, holy moment that's taking place between you and your spouse. And yet, we have turned it into. And it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm down for weddings. Like, I want to officiate your wedding. I want to dance at your wedding. <laughs> I'm a wedding girl. I love it. But I think that, like, so many of us miss it. We miss, like... Completely. That, like, oh. And when I got married, I all I wanted to do was for him to hurry up so that we could get to the reception. Yeah. So we could start drinking and dancing. That's it. I didn't have any of that, so that's why I only wanted to get married with like seven people there. <laughs> well, you're rare. You're you're really but rare. But I also waited till I was, you know, in my thirties to even get engaged. So well, I had a lot of time to think about it. Well, I love that. I love that you did that. But I just think the same thing happens with Christmas. You know, like we get so carried away with all the stuff that we forget how we ever got here to begin with. So, and I, I don't know what that is for you. Some, for some, it might be Christmas music. For others, it might be giving, going to church, um, uh, just spending some time on your knees, whatever it is. I just think really acknowledging the holiness, the sweetness, the, the gratitude that we, that we should have for, for Jesus coming because he didn't have to, you know, but he did. And that's why we that's why we get to celebrate. And so anyway, with that, I want to Kevin and I both wish all of you a very 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 merry Christmas. And we can't wait to see what 2020 brings for you, for us, for the remedy. We are all so so blessed and I'm so grateful for for 2019 with all of you, you have made me better. And it's, most of all, it's just been a total party. I mean, <laughs> we have so much fun doing it's a blast. this. It's a blast. So thank you all very much. We love you. And we wish you a very, very, very Merry Christmas. <laughs>